Hi everyone, welcome to Careful Tech episode 77. Wanted to continue the theme from yesterday and talk a little bit about the coronavirus and its potential impact on the movie business. Box office revenues hit a 22 year low this past week, down 45% from the week before, and I would think that this week would be dramatically worse than that. There is no comparison in history, certainly not in my memory, for what is happening to movie theaters right now, which is even more dramatic or even more surprising maybe, given that movie theaters are famously resilient to economic downturns. Even during wartime, people still want to be entertained. The problem, of course, is that to attend a movie, you need to pack yourself in tightly with potentially hundreds of other patrons in this tightly sealed box, share their air, sit right next to them, put your hands on the armrest that, you know, dozens of others have touched in the last 24 hours. It's, it's clearly prime contagion spreading circumstances, even if theaters up their cleaning regimen. So now, many theaters in impacted communities are being forced to close, either by low attendance, or by government directive, or by some combination of both. Others have tried to enforce staggered seating, reduced capacity to keep attendees separate. AMC just announced yesterday, I think, that they're limiting attendance at each showing to 50 people. But by the time you listen to this, things may have changed, um, and more theaters will almost certainly have closed down altogether. Now, some movie studios have delayed their releases. The latest James Bond movie is now going to be released in the fall instead of the spring. The Mulan live-action adaptation is going to take place later. So the studios are thinking we'll have a better shot at recouping our investment and making some money if we hold these films until later. Meanwhile, Disney has bumped up its home video release dates for two of its biggest recent movies that had already left theaters. Uh, the newest Star Wars movie, Rise of Skywalker, was released for streaming purchase a few days early, and Frozen 2 hit Disney Plus three months before it was supposed to, as a supposed gesture to families on behalf of Disney, maybe more likely an effort to get people to sign up for their premium streaming service. And then maybe most significantly of all, just yesterday, Universal Pictures announced that all of its films that are currently in theaters would be made available as digital rentals on this upcoming Friday, March 20th. So pay 20 bucks and you can rent The Invisible Man, The Hunt, Emma, or Trolls World Tour. Now laugh if you will at that lineup. There's nothing there that particularly appeals to me, but I think this is a really interesting development. And it makes me wonder, can the studios put that genie back into the bottle after they pop it open? Can they go back from day and date releases with home streaming and in-person box office and go back to holding back those releases for months and months from people's home theaters? Once the public tastes having first run movies at home, will they want to come back to the local multiplex? I guess they might not have a choice if that's how the studios play it, but I wonder if COVID-19 could accelerate the movie theater's decline and shift more and more entertainment to the living room. It's not going to happen all at once, but once COVID-19 declines, assuming it ever does, uh, will we see attendance return to the level it was at, you know, in, in the weeks before COVID-19 hit? For the foreseeable future, at least, the cinema experience will feel even worse than it already was if the theaters stay open at all. 
you don't get the extra buzz of a packed theater, right? Because the operators are enforcing this reduced capacity rule. You're less likely to want to partake of popcorn or candy or soda given the increased risk of contracting COVID-19 from concession workers. And of course, theater tickets remain expensive. So you're removing all the things that make people want to still go to the theater. And now you're saying that they can rent them at home without taking the risk. And the home viewing experience continues to dramatically improve year after year. For under a thousand bucks, you can install a giant TV and a sound system that rivals the experience that you get in all but the best theaters. The list of benefits uh, to going to the movies grows slimmer and slimmer as we go on. And of course, at home, you can pause for a bathroom break. You can make popcorn for pennies per serving instead of dollars per serving. You can sit in your favorite chair with no sticky floor and no threat calculus about a deadly respiratory illness. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if the audiences come back once COVID-19 runs its course. After weeks or months stuck at home, maybe they'll be eager to return to the cinema. Or maybe they will have grown used to the convenience and affordability of watching on their own couches. Plus, worth keeping in mind here, COVID-19 is likely to linger even if the outbreak itself crests and starts to decline. So for some percentage of the viewing public, the more risk-averse, attending a public event, including a movie, will remain a scary proposition. So that will presumably depress theater-going turnout. So maybe this virus will be the tipping point after which we get day-and-date home releases and theater-going shifts from a mainstream activity to a more niche audience. That could be overstating it. Nobody really knows, but it's going to be fascinating to watch. In any case, this is bound to be a really difficult time for the arts and theater-running industries, and I hope that they can find a way forward, whether that's with the old model of packing the public in like sardines or with a new one built on internet delivery. Would love to hear your thoughts on Twitter. Hit me up at Matt Hogger, H-A-U-G-E-R, or at Careful Tech. In any case, thanks very much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.